this is the I Don't Want to Fit In podcast. I'm Anung of Courageous Creativity, a place where I help fellow misfits and black sheep create freedom on their own terms. This podcast is all about other stories of not staying in the box, living lives that are out of the normal. This kind of came up because I help a lot of people figure out side hustles. Like in for me, even starting a business, you should start it as a side hustle. For me, side hustle means something small, something you can do on the side in between everything else that you're doing. And then, yes, if you want to build it up to something more, to be able to quit your job or whatever else, that's fine. But even as a side hustle, you need to cover your ass. So many people just kind of, well, I'm going to have a Facebook page and people can get a hold of me there and I can do my services or do my products there but not do anything else because it's it's not worth the work for them or it's just a little thing so it's nothing nothing to really worry about. No, no. Anytime you're doing any kind of service, any kind of product, you need to cover your ass with even just a few things. Yeah, you can technically have some protections when you're doing stuff on just social media, but you need to have there's certain things you need to have in place. To make sure no one screws you over or no one tries to steal from you or hell try to sue you. Because some people are that miserable in life that they just want to do that. Or make your life miserable or hard for no reason other than because they know you're an easy target. So don't be an easy target. First thing to do is always have some kind of contract. And... I know some people might be a little mad at me when I when I make my de- definition of it is because most people when the contract gets is an actual paper, whether it's online or actual piece of paper, with the information of like who you are, who they are, what exactly the service or the other thing is. Sometimes, what it is for me a contract is information of what exactly is there. You don't always have to have it signed, but if you have communications and that's been shown and you can prove that it's been shown then I feel like that's, that is enough to cover you for certain things. But when it, comes, okay, when it comes to things with bigger price tags, you need an actual contract where they sign it. And there are free ways to do that. You can literally get like a Google form, write it up, look up online. Yes, some people, especially some lawyer friends I know, will be a little upset with me saying that to look online, look at Google and just get like a basic thing. When you're doing small stuff, yeah, start out that way. But when you get the chance, spend money on an actual contract made by a lawyer. Um, The Law Tog, so T-O-G, is a really good website. She's an actual lawyer. She makes contracts for a bunch of stuff. And if what you're doing doesn't quite fit in there, you can always ask her. She'll either show you another person who does have them on there, or she'll make one for you herself. And they're not as expensive as if you had a lawyer make one specifically for you. Like, she has ones for photographers. She has ones for event planners, managers, um, other service providers, people who do things with actual products. So there's a lot of things out there. And I really, I've used a couple of hers, but I've had other ones I'm drawing a blank on where I got some of my contracts are. So number two would just be using email. Always make sure your communications are an email. You need a trail. This is kind of where I where I mean where if you have something shown. Like at the bottom of most of my emails for my interviews, I say, 
in there that I have the right to edit it any way I can. I have the right to it, even though they're the person talking to it. And the only thing they have the right for is whether or not I share it. That's kind of, I put it in there of, that's what I say. If you want to continue, then you, that means you agree to this. And I, but I always make sure that's in there clear. And I actually, there are sometimes, depending on how the person is with me, like how I repeat it sometimes. But that is, that is put in there at least once. Honestly, if you, you're better off doing it several times so people can't say, where well, I missed it or you didn't put this in there. No, it's in the email. You agree to this. I don't, because especially when it comes to my interviews, that, that is my podcast. I do the editing. It is my interview. It goes on my show. I understand there's like, sometimes there's people who are like, oh, I said something I didn't quite want to talk about yet. I haven't flushed it out. Or someone is just kind of, they said something that wasn't quite, they're ready for yet. Like they're talking about them running a book or a program and everything else. And they didn't really want to talk about it quite yet because it wasn't enough for them. And they didn't want to be, they didn't want to have it come out three, four months before they were actually ready to launch it. Perfectly fine. That makes no, that's no problem for me, but I haven't had this problem, but I've heard a couple other people where someone would want to take the whole interview and cut it up how they want to and put it on their own thing. Like, no, if you want to have an interview and talk about this and everything else, get it on your own. Do it yourself. Don't expect to take my stuff, especially when you're using my voice too. And email too is when uh, email works when you're doing a service when you um, agree on payments, payment plans, where you're going to meet up on things. So those are very useful because then you can remind people, like, this is what you showed on here. Honestly, I I haven't heard this enough for most people, but it's just kind of like you want to prepare yourself just in case you have to go to court for it. Because sooner or later, I feel like someone... It's going to happen. Whether it's going to happen to you or someone really close to you, it's going to happen to somebody at some point. Especially when you want to get into business. Once once you start getting a decent amount of money, but not big enough where like, oh, they, they can afford to have someone on retainer. You want to make sure you cover your ass with everything in there. Because then they, they can't say like, well, I said this and they said that. There's no, he, there's no hearsay. There's no he said, she said thing. It's in writing and it's time stamped and all that stuff and you should always keep all your emails i keep all my emails for different correspondence at least a year if not longer hell i probably probably need to go through some of my archives i have several archive folders just to kind of split them off from my main things so they're not clogging up everything else so i can look back at it and partially because that's sort of sometimes i could save some of my other information of like, oh, how did I word that very well? That was a really good way I said that. I'm going to copy that again and put it in somewhere else because it was very useful. Another thing is in your website. Uh, yes, if you start getting something at any point, you need to have a website. If you want to do this more long term, um, even if you only do stuff on Etsy, like there should be actual documents on there, whether it's just links that they can look up of what what you can and cannot do with their products, what you can't what they cannot and cannot do with your information, with your pictures, with 
everything. So everything is your property because you wrote it down, you created it, all these different things. You need to have those things set up in their um, information of what you're going to use with their information, whether you're going to keep it all private, you only use it for emailing them, or for that one transaction, you're not going to save anything, like all these different stuff. There's all these terms and conditions, things you can look up, and you always make sure you update it. Update the time on there, update the year, check it every year to make sure you need to add something or not. Another thing you also need to put in there is copyright, which is, I'm going to put that as a fourth thing, because copyright is its own thing. You need to make sure you have at the bottom of your page, kind of, like this is who the who the website owns, have the copyright information there. Make sure you have that kind of in in your contracts, put that in your emails, put that kind of anywhere you can because, and have kind of a paper trail, kind of have backup that showing that you had this thing first. You're the one who gave them the information because this happens to some people, especially when they create like a a workbook or an e-course. Someone else will buy it and copy it almost per- verbatim, like which is really stupid where you can check that someone else literally just copied everything you wrote, every video you did, and put it on their own thing and sell it. And it's even worse when it's like an e-course because you always have that like a week or two to try out before you get all your money back, no questions asked kind of thing. And so they'll go in there for two days, copy everything, and then sell it. You have the right to make that take it down because most of the time these people have, they put it up on another site that holds or hosts all these different things, you can have them take it down. You can have them banned. You can have them... You, you could sue them if you had the option, whether you had the money or whether they had the, the means in any way. And, uh, God, was it? Nora Roberts, really, really big author. Big romance author. Um, she went through this huge uh, lawsuit and stuff like that because someone in, I think it was Brazil, was literally taking all of her books... And writing it under her name. It was like. I think. God, Brazil is Spanish. Portuguese. They have like three languages right there. So that woman literally took the. The Spanish version. And the Portuguese versions. And just copied it. And put it out there completely. In her in her name. And not under Nora Roberts. And, tra- and sold it. And she made thousands. Hundreds of thousands of dollars under that. Because. Hers was a little cheaper and people not enough people knew all this stuff, but they you can do you can do tracking. You can always kind of God, I'm not sure what the information was or how you track it, but you can look it up. Or you can find where like, hey, this is information that the same exact wording was put over here and it's like, huh, that's not that's not right because that's already put in that book. And also I'm pretty sure she she has a huge fan base that other readers read these things like huh this sounds exactly like this book i read from nora roberts let's check it out and they like side by side it and like oh shit yeah these are definitely and so that's how they that's how she find that out and they were able to luckily be able to find it It was kind of hard because it was in brazil the woman kind of was self-publishing so there wasn't as much information oh yeah she got they found her and they got their monies because this lady was stealing. She wasn't even stealing just from her. She was stealing from other authors too. And it was ridiculous. So you have your own copyright. Whether it's photography. Because even if. 
I know a lot of people don't know this, especially people who have who don't do portraits, who don't get pictures taken very often, is that the photographer always keeps the copyright of the photos. Now, you have a right to tell them, like, I don't really want you to use it very much for advertisement or certain things. You're completely allowed to do that, but you do need to let them know kind of ahead of time. And you can also, like, I, I use a lot of the photos that I get. I pay a little extra because I want to use it for commercial use for myself because it's for my business. It works that way. But they still always own the copyright, so I can't just edit it any way I want. I can't just give it to someone else to do for other things. So if I ever got, somehow got a billboard done, I couldn't just give them the pictures I had taken from this photographer without her permission. Most of the time, photographers, they just want to know that you're doing that so they can be credited. Other times, you need to pay for it. And that is completely legal, and it's completely their right. People shouldn't get pissed off about that. Especially because when it's in the contract that this is just for personal use. So you have pictures of all your family and everything else. You just spent a quick $200 for a mini session and got like 20 pictures. You still need, you need to follow the actual contract. That is what you're always supposed to do it for. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to photographers, they're more, they're more lenient. When you let them know ahead of time, when you ask them, because... They want to have the advertisement too. Whether you have it on your website, whether you have it on the back of your book jacket, you use it for really anything online. But the copyright needs to be protected too. And that's another thing about covering your ass is that you need to actually protect yourself in the when it's inevitable that someone will take some of your stuff. Yes, you put it ahead of time of kind of like no one's allowed to take any of the information here. Everything in my podcast is copyrighted for me. Everything on my books, everything on my blog. If I ever do videos, all that stuff is mine. No one gets to take it completely and use it for what they want. But then you also need to kind of look out, like get information ready when you cover your ass so you can have cease and desist letters when someone's using like your information, your images and everything else. Like you need to get the paperwork ready to send it out to protect yourself. Of like, you are not allowed to do this because XYZ. I have the copyright. I have the trademark. I have trademark for courageous creativity. That is mine. And I've actually had to defend it, which sucks because that's a, it's a lot of time because you have to be very specific on you can't use it for this and this because this is like specifically what you say because you are vague about it. They can worm their way around. And to the point where you might have to add, get legal action. If you're lucky, there are, there are a lot of lawyers out there um, that help small businesses, help people like us that are doing this either just for fun or just for side hustles that will, for a short, a small price, to do some of the work in there to make it sound more official, a little more threatening, I guess is the word. Like, th- not threatening of kind of like, we will ruin your life, it's kind of like, this is... Like, we are following the law. You will follow it too or there will be consequences kind of thing. So those are the four at least main things you need to keep up when it comes to covering your ass, when it comes to anything in your life. I mean, you know, a lot of women out there, you keep, that's why you text, you screenshot things because you want to show the receipts that someone said something, that someone did something wrong. You do that with 
your significant others when you had like a bad a bad breakup and everyone's like see this person actually accused me of this yet they're telling everyone else that i did this and that did that you need to keep your receipts you need to protect yourself in life in business because even though it yeah it's a side hustle and you're only working say four hours a week doing it you're still making money you still need to pay taxes you still need to there is a transaction in there and it needs to be above the law it needs to be above morally that you say you're going to do but then everyone else has to also not screw you over and so protecting yourself is what's the most important thing because every once in a while there's going to be someone who who does who thinks they deserve more than they do who is looking for an easy way out who's looking for honestly just someone to bully because some people are pathetic like that and some people are just trying to feel the waters of like, huh, what can I what can I get out of this person for free? What entertainment can I get out of this? And you need to be able to protect yourself, cover your ass for when it does happen. Because sooner or later someone is going to who's gonna push your boundaries, who's gonna push to see what they can get because they can. Thanks for listening. Check out courageouscreativity.co to get all the info on our guests, download any freebies or to check out my other podcast.